phone call as soon as the bloody podcast starts. You better answer it on the pod. I already hung up. It was dad. Doesn't matter. He doesn't listen to this. He went. <laughs> no one does a better unintentional Chris Scott impression than Sam. <laughs> I, I think it's unusual to see a to see a team control the game statistically and, and still not come away with a win. I mean, yes. you, you're a man of the world. You've clearly seen a lot of things that I could scarce, scarcely imagine or comprehend. I've seen a man's head blow to pieces before. Jesus Christ. Sometimes you need to bring in head explosions to really drive home the points that this is serious. Yes, yes, absolutely. I couldn't take it more seriously. You're the first caller ever, Wayne from Warn Ponds. Welcome to the Chaps Chat Cat. Oh, oh it's, it's, it's an honor to be uh, the, uh, the first caller, guys. Uh, well, we're on the subject of, uh, of the podcast, and you guys being just uh, just absolutely stand-up blokes. You're yes. a pack of bloody morons, all right? You're a pack of morons. Just off the top, can we finally acknowledge that I finally put together the perfect intro? Was it different? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, we are privileged to welcome former Murray Bush Rangers player and current member of the AFLW Geelong Cats, Becky Webster to the show. How are you, Becky? <laughs> hey guys, I'm well, thanks. That's good. Look, really awesome to have you on the show. Um, I've wanted to talk to you for a while, obviously followed your campaign in the AFLW season and, and that sort of thing where you had a great year, finished third in the best and fairest voting and all that sort of thing. Um, how was the 2021 season in the AFLW from your perspective? Was it good to be back on the footy field after an interrupted 2020 campaign? Um, yeah, good to be out there. How, what were the feelings about 2021? Yeah, it was, yeah, obviously with the 2020 season, it was crazy, but um, it was great to be back out there with your girls and being able to run around and play the sport we all love. So that was good. Um, Kind of coming into pre-season, I think we're all excited and we actually had quite a good pre-season leading into the first round um, as the as Cats. But um, yeah, kind of once the season got ahead, uh, we obviously didn't have the result we wanted, um, but that's in the past now and we're super excited to start 2022 season with our new head coach and some new staff as well. So that's good. Um but yeah, it was it was a crazy year as well. Still up and down. We still weren't sure whether we'd be playing um, kind of the same style as in like uh, traveling to and from games and stuff. But um, and even like even the hub got chucked around there a bit as well. So we're pretty lucky to be able to play out the season um, in that sort of sense. But yeah, it wasn't the best result for um, Geelong, but. Um, the season was good, a lot, a lot of improvement from some of the girls individually and, um, yeah, keen to move forward into 2022. Uh, yeah, there was, there was a, lot of, a lot of promise there for sure. I mean, from, the, from an outsider's perspective, looking mm -hmm. in, there was, a, there was a lot of stuff to love. So, yeah, um, congrats on, on the year. Um, just a quick little question about that, you know, and, and the impact that that had on you personally and as a, as, as a squad in terms of, how, how hard is it to show up on the weekend and, and play when you've not known where you're going, if you're traveling, all that kind of stuff? Like that must make just turning up and, and, and doing your job sort of thing, just playing the game so, so hard, right? Yeah, it's just a bit of unknown really. And going into the week at training, you kind of think, 
am I training to play for a Saturday game or a Sunday or a Friday night even um, and where and who? So, yeah, it does make that difficult, um, the uncertainty around that sort of stuff. But um, as a collective and I think across the whole group, um, we prepared well. Um, and then when we did find out um, who we were playing, we did do a little bit of research into them and all that sort of thing, as as a footy club does. But um, yeah, it is it is hard. It does um, affect your preparation going into the game and that sort of thing. And yeah, I think it did show obviously throughout season. Um, but I mean, everyone was in the same boat. So yeah, it was challenging, but uh, got through it. Yeah. Awesome. And you, you mentioned there, obviously, um, new head coach heading into 2022. Have you guys had a chance to work with um, Dan Lowther yet? Uh, have you had some sessions uh, training with him? Um, well, with the VFL, like myself personally, I've been down there quite a bit training with the VFL and Dan's been around helping out, which has been great. And yeah, so he was our midfield coach last year as well. So well, last season. Um, so yeah, we had a good connection going in there. So I'm super excited for him to step in and take that role of head coach. I reckon he'll be great for the club and great for our team. Um, but yeah, definitely been able to have him down at VFL and a few bit of a touch with him as well. So no, it's been great. He's, um, he'll, he's got the right head on his head on his shoulders and right intentions. So, um, keen, very keen. Yeah, awesome. It's good to be able to have a bit of that consistency too, I guess, as you say, as your midfielders coach and now someone um, taking on that extra sort of leadership position as the head coach. I imagine it is good to have a bit of that consistency within the group. Um, yeah, absolutely. So just to sort of cast back a little bit, I, I guess, um, we mentioned in the intro that, you know, you played as a Murray Bush Rangers player. So did you grow up playing footy and at what point did you sort of think that a career in footy at a, at a professional level was, was a path you were keen to follow? Um, yeah, so I was lucky enough to play footy all my life, um, which was good. All the pathways kind of opened up when um, I was hitting the right age at 14 when I couldn't play with the boys anymore. I was able to go down and try out for the Murray Bush Rangers and went all through that process, which was awesome. But, yeah, I remember kicking the footy with my brother um, out the front in the early days and just thinking that, oh, yeah, hopefully one day they'll let the girls play with the men in the AFL. And that's kind of what I thought. If anything would happen, that would be it. Young, naive, seven-year-old. But um, as kind of my footy journey kept going and I had to hang up the boots with the boys um, and, you know, go play um, women's football, really opened my eyes a bit and then um, obviously the pathways came through and I think we did sit down one day with um, Shiloh Curtis and she thought uh, brought the idea that 20, 2020 was going to be the year um, AFLW would come about. I think I was about 14 or 15 at the time and I thought oh yeah counting the years like I'll be about 20 and how exciting like if this were to happen and um, the, the announcement of um, the AFLW coming about in 2016 was it was like wow like I'm at the like I can do this like this could be um something I can do like the men like they can go through at Auskick and all the pathways and play AFL and now us women can as well so um it was super exciting and I think like it all happened really quickly um from it not even being existent to coming about but 
yeah, it was very exciting times. And um, even like now being in the competition, like it's growing so much every every year and all the girls are getting so much better. And um, it's, it's crazy to see where it will be in a few more years' time. Uh, and so Jake mentioned the, the Murray Bush Rangers. How did the the leap from then to the cats come come about and I guess what was that change like like was that was that was it a big shift I guess not only in terms of the game but culturally as well um I think uh, a lot of us girls that did get drafted um my age group uh were lucky enough to go through the pathways like bush rangers and stuff and it was quite professional like we had great coaches in place to teach us the right things and that's and that sort of thing but we also had like um the nab academy which we got to um, actually go train at afl clubs and really get an insight of what it'd be like being an afl player and um yeah our coach has to in the nab league was was playing afl as well at the time so she gave us a lot of knowledge around that sort of thing and being professional and what to expect. So the jump wasn't quite as um, big because I think that's what we expected. Um, but yeah, from playing like junior footy against under 18 women, um, like completely different to playing um, in the women's and like obviously the standard of training and um, competition is a lot different um, from AFL to under 18 sort of sport. But I think we were prepared for it and ready for it. Um, but, yeah, coming into it, um, it's all new. Like, as much as you can prepare, like, it's still a different standard, a different level. It's, like, just up and up and up. And every year it's it's like that coming into preseason, just expect it to come up and up and up. So, nah, it was good. We had the yeah. right coaches in place for it all. That's good. That sounds great. It sounds like quite a, uh, yeah, uh, that they, they had systems in place to sort of make that a, an, an organic process um and yes. what was it like com- coming into the cats and 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 wearing the hoops you know d- does that did the cats hold great significance for you beforehand yeah so I didn't actually support the cats growing up I was actually a doggies girl myself but okay. um, <laughs> but oh I just remember draft day and just the excitement and getting my name read out from the long cats like it was amazing and um, I'm so grateful to be down here. I think they're a great club and they've got great culture um, and we've got a lot of great girls. Um, a lot of my age group as well in the draft um, got picked up the same day as me. So I just remember just hearing those names read out and um, it was pretty cool Pretty cool to be able to play with your mates um, again through AFLW. But um, they're a special club to me now, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> sounds 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 like some some sorting hat from Harry Potter kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great, great Harry Potter ref there, Sam. Absolutely no. <laughs> I think stuff. I think that's going to be the first first time on the pod. I think absolutely that'll be a, a thing going forward. Trying to get a Harry Potter reference every episode. <laughs> Love it. Um, oh, well, uh, speaking about people being sorted into different groups and drafts. Um, <laughs> yeah not my best uh an exciting (laughs) draft this year obviously for the Mm -hmm. aflw cats and and also some reinforcements added uh through signings and that sort of thing so in the draft you know Mm -hmm. they picked up georgie prasparkas zali friswell from the calder cannons as well as Gabby Featherston from Geelong Falcons, uh, Annabelle Johnson from the VFLW side. And then you had Claudia Gunjaka, Olivia Fuller, an Irish woman, Rachel Kearns, yeah. all signed. 
How excited are you ahead of this next campaign and what's the buzz like around the team? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so excited. And all the girls that um, Dan and Ben and all that and BJ um, got to pick up for us, they're all guns. And especially the girls from the VFL, being able to meet them like prior to draft and um, really get to know their personalities and the way they play. They're all amazing people and um, they'll really fit in with the culture at Geelong. It's really exciting to see the talent come through. And, yeah, I think the buzz around the group is just we're just ready to go. Like not long left now. Pre-season's coming around the corner very quickly. So we're all keen and eager. Um, It's just a fresh feeling at the club. Um, And obviously with the new draftees coming in, like, it's always exciting seeing new faces and um, what they can bring as well uh, for the club. So super exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I've watched some um, highlights. I follow a little bit of the Gaelic football and, and hurling and that sort of thing. And I've watched a few highlights yeah. of Rachel Kearns and she looks like she'll bring, you know, a, a whole different dynamic as well to the team, which is, which is pretty exciting. And as you say, all the, all the players I've, I've just found myself, the, the first season that we covered as a podcast was your 2021 AFLW season. That's where we only started round yeah. one to cover you, um, you know, your team. And we loved doing that, loved following your side. And now I just feel the excitement, you know, building again with all these signings and draftees. Can't wait for the 2021 slash 2022 uh, AFLW season. It's going to be a ripper. Yeah, yeah especially, especially if things have uh, eased up a bit. At some point, we're actually able to come and watch, watch some. Of the yeah. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed. Well, at this stage, bloody playing a grand final with no crowd, it's going to yeah. be a bit, um, bit random. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, finger, fingers crossed for the next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, that's probably well, a good sure. spot to transition. To be honest, VFLW yeah. grand yeah. final. Next, next question about the final. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> have you have you worked? Have you considered a job in media, Becky? Because you've got the, yeah. the transitions down well. Um, so making it easy for you boys. Yeah, That's absolutely. Right. Yeah, we do, we don't. Well, I don't even know why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've you've come into the VFLW campaign, and I've grabbed some some of your your numbers. Um, the only site I could find them on. And this is something I've got to gripe with is I need more sites with more women's footy statistics. Cause it's like trying to get blood out of a stone. Sometimes I'm like, someone's got to start giving me the numbers here. Um, but, but you've, you've Jake, average... Jake's passion in life is numbers. And statistics. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is the, yeah, it's a, it's a tragedy for him. So you're like, you, you've, you've had 22 disposals per game, you know, grabbed a bunch of clearances and inside fifties, as well as averaging in excess of six tackles per game. What's this VFLW team been like to come and play a part in? There seems to be an amazing sort of ethos and culture around the group. Mm-hmm. absolutely I love coming down to VFL the girls are also welcoming and um yeah sometimes coming from AFL like you don't want to step step in and try and take over like they've got they've built their own culture and um team and all that sort of dynamic as well like it's it's different to AFL so coming in like um you just kind of want to give it your all and um impact um in a way that um helps the team but Oh, it's been great. I love going to love going down to VFL. I think the training, yeah, it's always fun. You can always have a bit of banter with the girls and 
um, yeah, it's just a, it's an amazing dynamic. And we've got some really good coaching staff that have really helped us along the way. And um, big shout out to Alfie as well, our midfield coach. Um, like coming into VFL, like for me personally, like it's not just to get game time or anything like that. Like I'm trying to keep improving my craft um, coming into the AFLW season and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, obviously just growing, growing and trying to drive out of those contests more and um, talk to my teammates and lead in there has been a big focus for me and um, just trying to help the team in that sort of way. But um, yeah, the girls are great and you can tell like um, getting the wins on the board and that sort of thing. And now playing in a grand final on the weekend, like they've worked really hard and I'm glad to be a part of the team. It's been a great finals campaign. Um, for the VFLW team. We've had some great wins, mm-hmm. some great comebacks too, or one in particular against the, the Saints a few weeks ago. Um, yep. But this is going to be the fourth time this season that you're up against Collingwood. They're undefeated. Yep. What's the mindset for your team going in and what sort of things do you feel that you've learned about your own footy from the previous <clears throat> three clashes that you've had against the Magpies? Yeah. Yeah, they're a very strong team and um, they've got some really good players as well. So um, coming up against them, I know the first, like during the season, I, I didn't play them um, except for now, like in the final series I have. And I think we just got to utilise our inside 50s. We can match them and I know we can beat them as a team. Um, but, yeah, if we can utilise our inside 50s and score – um, that will be a big part of the weekend. They, yeah, they've got some really great backmen and um, sometimes we've just been sloppy going inside 50s. But looking back on our last um, game against them, like we had it, we had them and I know we can beat them. Um, it's just about, yeah, utilising those inside 50s in our disposals and making the most of it when we have the footy because um, they can score uh, on a turnover really easily. So, um, yeah, just making sure that if, we, if we've if we got the footy and um, just using it right and trying to get that um, pressure on early, um, yeah, we, we can do it. I know we can as a team. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're super excited and, and super positive about it as well. So, obviously, the best of luck with it. Um, mm. Just just quickly about the uh, about the prep. So, obviously, it's been a bit um stuffed around because of the, the lockdown how how much we have you been able to do prior prior to to the lockdown lifting was, was there stuff that you were able to do during lockdown in terms of team meetings or any of that kind of stuff um it, yeah it was, it was hard in lockdown it's it's crazy to think that even like Collingwood especially haven't played for weeks on end well like lucky we got a game in um before this weekend I say mm. but um yeah, it did affect it did affect the competition, obviously. Um, and then because we weren't allowed to go into the club and train all together, um, we weren't yeah we weren't able to be around each other. But our first training back all together on the Thursday night before last weekend, there was just an amazing buzz around the group. It was like we hadn't lost touch. I reckon it was one of the best training sessions we have had all year, and we hadn't seen each other for two weeks. So. Um, yeah, we obviously kept in touch over um, WhatsApp and that sort of thing, but official stuff like we weren't really able to do. But as soon mm. as we got back on the track together, um, there was just an amazing buzz around the group and we just, yeah, put our heads down and trained really well. And 
all the girls just looked looked clean. So they were doing, uh, they went home and did all the things they needed to do to get right for training and not really showed. So yeah, and, and came out fired up, obviously. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it was a heck of a win uh, in your preliminary final. Mm-hmm. Sort of, I got to watch at least probably 60% of it while we were recording another show. I had it set up on a second screen. Um, <laughs> Love that. So, so obviously you've played at various levels of footy. Is this your first grand final? Not my first grand final. I, um, I played in a grand final with the boys in the young days and we yeah. won that actually awesome. and then I played for Marutna um down yeah. in uh Shepherd and Way kind of thing with the girls and um we won that as well actually so yeah I know <laughs> coming in threes yeah but um no nah, I haven't played in one for quite some time now and oh I'm keen I forget the feeling of playing in a grand final this week's been um it's been good so far, so fingers crossed. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder if the 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 lack of crowds in some ways can be a benefit because it might make it a little bit easier to, to shed off the weight of the game. It just feels like yeah. any other game, you know. It's not <laughs> if absolutely. You're, if you're going out there in, into the Coliseum with you know hundreds and thousands <laughs> of people watching. <laughs> It could be a whole different, yeah. a whole different level of pressure. So I guess it might, it might uh, be really good. You might feel loose and chill, and it's just a, just a training session. Yeah, <laughs> yeah running out, having a kick. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> awesome. No, it should be. It will be a good feeling. It will be good amongst the group. So, no, excited. Awesome. Well, um, we'll definitely be watching uh, on Sunday, one fifteen game time. Um, you'll have some some fans over in the US watching. I know we've got listeners from the US who are going to be up in the middle of the night to watch the game. So we wish you yeah. all yeah all the best of luck and hope that you guys come away playing your best footy and come away with a Premiership Cup as well. Awesome. Thanks, boys. No worries. <laughs> Thanks so much for, for giving us your time and, and good luck on the weekend. No, thank you. That's been good. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.